All right. Welcome to this episode of What Would You Do? This is a special series we do on Real Estate Fight Club, where we talk about um, ethics and professional standards, committee violations, and cases. And here with me today is Jim Camarada. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jen. How you doing? Good. Thanks for being on. Oh, my pleasure. And Jim is from Minneapolis, St. Paul area with Keller Williams. Now, Jim, what's the case we have today? Oh, it's an interesting one. Uh, it has to do with um, an agent who has a website. And okay. this agent has uh, spent quite a bit of money getting the website built and lots of bells and whistles. And one of the things that this agent did was to have uh, links and, and such to various business-related vendors. Okay. So there were home inspectors, financial institutions, insurance agencies, appraisers, exterminators, decorators, landscapers, furniture, and appliance dealers. You get the picture. Yeah. Lots and lots of people. That sounds super helpful. Well, it can be. And I have something similar on my website. Right. Uh, trusted affiliates. Uh, but what this agent was doing was uh, charging a fee for every time somebody clicked on one of those vendors and or if they used them. So she was- To the vendor? She, she was collecting a fee from the vendor uh, every time somebody was contacted or connected and, and such. Okay. So it didn't come to light until this uh, one client um, actually uh, bought a house and, and uh, clicked on the carpet person, carpet uh, installer. And because it was such a sizable order, uh, the owner of the carpet company actually went to see the installation and, and mm -hmm. make sure that everything was going correctly. At that time, uh, kind of shared with that buyer that uh, he was receiving a referral fee for recommending, being recommended. That the agent was getting like a kickback. Call it a kickback, call it a referral fee, anything you want, but the okay. agent was referring something yeah. of value. And so um, buyer said, hmm, that uh, I was never told that. So we'll stop That's, there. Okay. <laughs> so is there a potential violation of one of the articles? So what's it? Can you read the article? Um. All right, the one that uh, is in question is Article 6, and it says, Realtors shall not accept any commission, rebate, or profit on expenditures made for their client without the client's knowledge and consent. When recommending real estate products or services, uh, realtors shall disclose to the client or customer to whom the recommendation is made uh, any financial benefits or fees other than real estate referral fees. The realtor uh, or the realtor's firm may receive as a direct result of such a recommendation. So, so there's article six. and consent. So it yep. sounds like the issue is there was no knowledge or consenting of this. Yep. Bingo. Use, can you, if, can you have like wording on there that's like, um, by using these services, you're consenting, or does it have to be like a signed consent? Because that wasn't very clear in the article. Yeah, uh, with our company and with our particular market center, um, we have re uh, relationships with uh, a title company and a mortgage company. Mm -hmm. And so we disclose 
those relationships, number one. Right. And number two, there may be fees or income, you know, coming back, streaming back to the brokerage. But is the disclosure of it consent enough? Like, is does that equal knowledge and consent? Or do they have to be signed? We get them signed. But this is a relationship. Because well, that article, I would, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but it definitely did not say, like, I can see the problem here, right? Like there was no, the, 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 whoever, the client was not given like the knowledge that this could have been like an agreement. Like the agreement itself is not an issue, right? Right, right, right. But in our case with the brokerage, uh, we do require that it be in writing and, and signed uh, by the client. Yep. Interesting. We, we, we I want to, to like that... talk to a lawyer and see how they interpret that because it doesn't say signed. It says disclosed. Disclosed. And yeah. but how do you prove, you know, it's a he said, she said kind of scenario? Well, yeah, I told you about you it. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you yeah, didn't. But disclosure doesn't equal understanding either. And that was part That's of true. it too. So it's like, I mean, that could never, that could just go on and on and on. It could. Uh, and when you relate it back to uh, agency disclosure, we have a state required form that is a disclosure only. It's yeah. not an agreement, but it's saying that you can either be an agent of uh, a buyer's agent, seller's agent, a dual agent, a facilitator. It's not agreeing, but it's just that you acknowledge having received that disclosure. Yes. Okay. And this is a good one because so many agents have on their website, their partners, right? So it's like, if you're receiving, if you have like a marketing agreement with those partners, then article six says it needs to be disclosed. What does it disclosed. say? Closed yeah. and disclosed. yeah. Yeah. So in this particular hearing, this agent defended herself and her website stating that the advertisements for real estate related products and services on her website were simply that, only advertisements and not recommendations or endorsements of the product and services found there. She acknowledged she collected a fee each time a visitor to her website clicked on the links uh, found under the preferred uh, providers, but claimed that simply referring to those advertisers as preferred did not constitute a recommendation or endorsement of the product or services offered. But that's not the problem. The hearing panel disagreed with her. Okay. Surprise. <laughs> uh, reasoning and pointing out that a reasonable consumer would certainly conclude that referring to a provider of real estate related products or services as being preferred by a realtor constituted a recommendation or endorsement. And further, since that agent received a fee each time a consumer clicked through one of the uh, preferred vendors um, and received a referral fee, disclosure of that fee was required under Article 6. She was found in violation. Wow, Bill. So, you know, I'm sure it's going to vary by state. So obviously you should check with legal counsel for your individual state as to whether, you know, just the, the disclosure statement um, like what it needs to say, not I say, am receiving whatever, whatever. a fee yeah. for this, or I am not receiving a fee for that, uh, should be disclosed somehow. Uh, but check with legal counsel to see what uh, that particular state is requiring. 
Yeah, that's um, crazy. That is a good crazy. one. And if people um, want to see that case in writing, they can go to jennifermertland.com slash vault where um, we have it there so they can read through it. But yeah, that's a really, that's a relevant one. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> just learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we finish out, I want to say, um, I want to give a shout out to a couple of our partners. One of them is Real Support Solutions, and they will actually help you get your website up and running and be compliant, <laughs> which is good. So if you go to www.realsupportsolutions.com and enter code Fight Club. You'll receive $100 off your first transaction if you use them for transaction coordination or three hours of free work that will help you set up your website. Our other partner I want to mention is John Kitchens Coaching. So that's at www.kitchen or sorry, coachkitchens.com. And when you enter Fight Club there, you'll get a free business assessment. But Jim, if people want to, if they have a referral for you in Minnesota um, or they have questions about this case, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, you can text or call me at 612-562-7461. Perfect. I appreciate you being on. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you.